following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! A dozen shots for Vegas. Up to ten now for Washington. Neither team has turned on the red light inside of Capital One. Long drive, Howden, rebound, there it is! Stuffed home from point blank. And that's the way that one ended last night. One to nothing. A Vegas Golden Knight victory over the Caps. Welcome to the Bob Matthews Podcast, everyone. Delighted that you are with us. It's been a weird couple of weeks, hasn't it? Since the new year, the Caps have just been kind of treading water and that included last night it seems like every night it's something else they they give up six goal they lose a, a shootout you know six to five or something like that or they get great goaltending like they did for Vitek Vanacek last night but they can't put the puck in the net and they wind up losing the game one to nothing as we join you today, the Capitals are in a position they have not been in, not just in quite a few weeks, but quite a few years. They are 23-11-9 as we go to press. They have 55 points. Now, that is absolutely fine when you consider the overall playoff situation because top eight teams make the playoffs in each conference, and the Caps currently have a 13-point lead on the Detroit Red Wings, who sit in ninth place. But the Caps right now are in seventh in the conference. Uh, They lead Boston by five points, but Boston does have four games in hand with them. The situation's even more dire when you look at at the standings in the Metropolitan Division, a division, by the way, that the Caps have won multiple times in a row the last few years. The Rangers, who have played the same number of games as Washington, sit in first place right now with 60 points. But the Penguins, who have been absolutely red hot the last six weeks and are currently on a five-game winning streak, are in second with 57 points. They've only played 41 games. Carolina has 56 points. They're in third. and they've only, They have five games in hand with both Washington and New York. So you would think, you know, you look at it and you say, it's not unreasonable to think Carolina, when everything evens up, is going to get to somewhere between 62 and 66 points, the way they're playing. Uh, as a matter of fact, again, as we record this, uh, they've, uh, they're playing Vegas tonight, uh, Las Vegas on the second night of a back-to-back. We'll just have to see how that goes. But um, things have, you know, after a great start to this season, not so great the last month or so. As a matter of fact, if you want to consider just regulation games, the Capitals have only won five out of the last 15 games 
in regulation. Now, that doesn't count quite an, uh, an overtime win the other day, some shootout losses, some overtime losses. So, But for a team that was, you know, the best in hockey at one point earlier this year, you got to start asking yourself, what's going on here? And it's a very good question that we're going to try and answer here in the next couple of minutes. So let's go into the locker room, shall we, and see what the coaches and players have to say. Start with Peter Laviolette. Lavi actually was fairly complimentary when you think about it uh, last night, uh, saying that he doesn't really believe you can call this a lull in the season, and he had some specific reasons for saying that. I think lulls are when you, you're not playing well um, and you're not doing the right things to be successful. And there's been a couple games. Um, you know, I didn't like the St. Louis game. I didn't think we played very well. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like the Boston game. But I think our guys are they're working, they're competing. Um, and it, it will come uh, defensively. For the last two games, we haven't given up any, hardly anything. And, you know, we're, we're finding ourselves in winning a game in overtime or losing one nothing, and that's a little bit – I think it's easy to get frustrating. I focus more on the process and how we're playing the game. And um, for me, there's things that we're doing that I think will lead to success. If we were getting outplayed, if we were playing poorly, if we weren't ready, those are those are things that you worry about, maybe a lull or – things that you're, you're concerned about. I think if the guys stay with it uh, on the power play, I think if they stay with it five on five, eventually goals will drop. So Lavi saying that he's not too worried about it right now. I think if you, you had to, if you could point to something that I think is starting to catch up with this team, it's the fact they've had to play so many young kids and the fact that you've got a couple of key veterans who are missing right now. Chief among that, I think, is T.J. Oshie, and especially on the power play, which, by the way, the Capitals have uh, have been just awful in so far this year, ranked 29th in the league. And I think a lot of that is because Oshie isn't out there taking his normal spot uh, in front of the goal. I mean, how many times have we seen uh, Kuznetsov or Backstrom feather a pass to him right there in front of the goal, and he's able to score? Uh, and that takes pressure off of Alex Ovechkin, who's setting up in the office uh, for the one-timer. I think not having Oshi out there has been a very big deal. Second is that you have to remember the Caps have played a lot of rookies this year. In fact, they have rookies who have played. They've given rookies more ice time, more games played than any team in the league. So on one hand, that's a good thing because you can say, well, this veteran core has you know, been supplemented by some some really good young players. But – Maybe those rookies are hitting a little bit of a wall. Guys like Connor McMichael and Brett Leeson and Alexi Protus. Hopefully they can dig themselves out of that here in the next few weeks. Uh, Wilson, Tom Wilson, uh, talked after the game as well, says he is not worried right now and neither is the rest of the team about either anything cratering or, for that matter, the power play because he knows it will 
come around. You know, hitting the panic button. We're not like, oh, this is the end of, you know, we're, we're still a good hockey team. Still got a lot of good pieces. We're still in a really good spot in the standings. Um, that being said, we got to turn it around. You got, we got to find our consistency. If you don't find your consistency in that league, that's when it becomes kind of a problem. So um, we, we want to hit our stride here. We want to put together a couple wins. I feel like we've been, you know, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss type thing. Uh, and that's just not good enough for where we want to be. I mean, our expectation doesn't change. We want to be at top of our division, top of the league. And, um, I'm not going to say everyone in there is like concerned and like panicking and all that, but you know, we're going to address it. You know, we got to look at it in the face. It's a reality and we got to band together and, 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 and turn, turn it around. around. And uh, they're going to have a chance to do that Wednesday night against San Jose. It'll either have happened by the time you've listened to this or getting ready to happen. Uh, got a couple of more um, interesting comments from the locker room last night, but before we get to that, don't forget this Sunday is Championship Sunday in the National Football League. AFC and NFC Championship Games and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge Oz boots to, for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get, why not, 56 to 1 odds on any team. That's called synergy right there. Bet $5, get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Now, Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. You can still get in on the action of Championship Sunday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet $5.00. Win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are back. Vitek Vanacek, though, did have a good game last night, and it's going to be interesting to see who starts against San Jose. Vanacek may have, at least temporarily, taking hold of that number one goaltender spot. And then now the question has to be asked. And with every game that goes by, it it's starting to look like the Caps might be in the market for a veteran goaltender at the trade deadline. Possibly somebody like Marc-Andre Fleury. Who knows? But uh, as of, you know, as of last night, I, I think Vanacek may have um, the number one goalie spot locked up at, at least until – that trade deadline. Uh, Lavi was very complimentary about the job he did. He's played really well. You know, he's given us a he's given us a really good chance every game to win and be successful. Um, it was kind of a funny one tonight, the way it slipped through there, and uh, it just caught him. It bounced off him and it sat there. And, um, so, but he's he's done a good job. It'd be interesting to see if Lavi trusts him uh, to go out there against San Jose again. Well, 
much like the auto game, which it took overtime and a couple of Alex Ovechkin goals to win. Uh, but this is a game against San Jose that the Caps should be able to get. Uh, San Jose is uh, tied for the last uh, wild card spot with Calgary and Dallas right now, but uh, on the basis of, well, you know, goal differential, not to mention the fact that San Jose's played three, four, five more games uh, than Calgary. Um, they're at a distinct disadvantage there. So, you know, again, this is a team that Washington ought to beat, and they should get right against them. San Jose will have come in. Uh, losing um, four out of their last 10 and two straight. So it's a chance for Washington to get right, and we'll see if it's Vanacek or if it's Ilya Samsonov that gets the chance to get them right. All right, Mick and the Clock on the Wall said we got to get out of here. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Don't forget to go to Twitter. Follow us at BobMatthews965. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. we got a live watch-along scheduled on the Hockey Podcast Network's YouTube channel. So come on over and join us. Hang out with us. We can all watch the game together. We'll see you when the puck drops. And remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, you wear white. Just